It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free 888-994-4995, Studio A, right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Welcome. We're a little dark. We're a little dark, Chenzo. A little dark, Chenzo. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Brooklyn Cafe. Listen, I'm excited because there are so many things going on right now. <laughs> Besides that great music by Ms. Liv. Ms. Love. And Ms. Love opened up with her band, the first song, uh, a poison song that she's done before. And she opened up the show with that because we are pr- promoting the land. It's the land. The land. I don't know what it is. I'm Puerto Rican. It sounds like the land. I'm out at sea. I see the land. The land. I got to tell you, all day between your D land, he's calling it Dylan, and the land. I don't understand how this word is so complicated. Duh. It's like the Bronx. The land. I'm glad. I'm glad you looked it up. That that helps me tremendously. The land. D-Land. We're but still a little dark. But that's April. Yeah, we are dark. April 17th. 
at the land. That place. Land of North North of Orlando. Orlando. It's the Palooka. The what? It's a Palooza. And we're going, we're going to be there. Ms. Love is going to open up the show. There's going to be a hundred bands up there. But the thing that really I like about this whole thing, it is all in the music. No cover bands. You're allowed one cover band, I understand, right? But for 99% of it, only allowed one song, one, song. one cover song per band. Unless she understands you're Puerto Rican. Well, it means that you're going to see <laughs> yes. art. Oh, it's all originals. Originals. And those are the people we want to work with. All originals, yes. So the guys over there in the back are starting, they're going to have an advertisement and everything else with we're starting to put together a framework where we're sending to them because we want to bring them in studio. We want to put them all over Boca. These guys are coming from all over Florida. And so, outside of Florida. And outside of Florida. So because of the technology that we have, we can bring those bands in right into our studio and they can play their hearts out. We've got, what, five cameras going here today? Unbelievable. So part two is... Slick. Slick is doing IGTV. It is oh, the first time that we're going to be airing this thing on okay. for two hours. It's something that my son and I talked about four years ago. And even though we've done segments on IG, they never allowed you to do more than 15 minutes. They've opened up the gamut now. So now we're going to have a whole new audience over there. If he doesn't take out the studio, we're in great shape. <laughs> if he doesn't hit a camera or a light. You know, it's a good thing Slim's Slick's so slim. Because he kind of maneuvers in there. Can you imagine if he wasn't so slim? <laughs> well, we used to, we used, we call him Slickers. He's the skinniest guy here. I told him, why don't you give it to Dan? He's skinnier and taller. <laughs> they decided there's a height requirement for men in here, and it's six feet and above. I, I've decided that your shoe size has to be five feet and below because they take stuff out with their feet. Well, like that's what happens it. when you're six feet and above. Your feet have to match right. your height, and you know, it's kind of like the dog in his paws. Whoop. How can such a skinny guy have the worst balance? Because he's tall. Yeah, he was an Dylan. athlete. He was a runner. Yeah. Well, he must have run with his big feet. Do you run like that? I do. Thumbs up. <laughs> you know why? Because I need a car to say, yo, give me a ride. <laughs> yo, going that way. Uh, you are funny. You know, you're very observant. <laughs> Not. Anyway, as you could tell, we're all in a giddy mood today because we're trying all the different technologies. The tripod that Slick is using is a throwback of 12 years of technology. And in this studio, these people are always trying to throw my stuff away. Came in the dad bag. They throw my stuff away. So I went into my bag and I came out with a tool to hold the phone onto a stabilizer. You did. And you should see this thing. If you don't want to come and see a show, it's okay, but you should see this thing. This is going into the Hall of Fame of rigged tripods. I think we should sell it. You guys should patent it. I think we should take a picture of this, put it on every social media and says, can you tell me what this is? You know what this is? You guys, this is a MacGyver. This is totally a MacGyver. Well, that's a, mu a mulligan. Not only did you pull out MacGyver. that, I think the phone holder is for my makeup mirror. So it's totally a MacGyver. All you're missing is some chewing that's gum. That's your makeup mirror? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now I've heard everything. That is my ring light makeup mirror phone holder. Yes. There's four things on that thing. That's why I it's still don't understand how she got it on the boot, on the tripod. But she doesn't understand how I got the thingamajig on the stabilizer. So we're like both lost. 
and we came together like peanut butter and chocolate. And, and that's it how it goes. And I got to tell you something. Don't take it apart because nobody knows how to put it back together. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? That's the truth. I've seen things in my life, in this place. My journey is full of pages of craziness. That, ladies and gentlemen, is worth watching. Did you hear Miss Aline found her music from 20 years ago? I heard the story, but I was distracted by this guy taking out a light and this. What was the story? Well, I was looking for one of the songs that I wrote maybe five or six years ago just to play with a band and uh, try to see the, ver the version of what I did, and I couldn't find it on my computer, so I was digging into my archive folders and it's original CDs, not even in iCloud, the cloud, whatever that was. And I found a CD with my name, Aline, in Hebrew. And I'm like, okay, it sounds something that's from Israel back in the day. So I put it on a computer and I heard my first written songs that I wrote when I was 18. Wow. Uh, recorded in a studio when I was like one of my first recordings on my original music in Hebrew. And I heard it and I, I forgot about it. It was just kind of... Uh, like so you I sing in Hebrew and too. Crying and I was like, wow! And I had no idea that I actually had that. So happy about it right now. Wow! Isn't that amazing. I want to hear it. What does music in Hebrew sound like? It's beautiful. <laughs> this is a national. This is not that. <laughs> but is that Hebrew? <laughs> no. <laughs> what is that? That's Hebrew, right? Megillah, all that. It's more like a yeah. holiday, traditional... But it's, it's words. Yeah, it's definitely words. Words? Are you laughing at me in Hebrew. Yeah, yeah, but it's not... Ela, it's like Megillah, get over here. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? But that's a true song. Havanagili, <laughs> yes, it is a true you song. You know the words? Kind of. Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit better than you. Seriously. Aline probably knows them all. Aline, you know the words to that song? Not really, I'm not. I mean, it's I like a little bit. I why are you guys some in them are not national songs, they're holiday songs, but whatever I found is not exactly like that. It's more uh, timeless music with a lot of harmonies and sounds like world music, and my voice is clear and young. And it was just uh, very, very emotional for me to discover. I will definitely, you know, play it something. Not yeah, we want to hear it, yeah, I definitely. Will, I, I will send you what I have. Wow. And I will work on one of the songs and sing it in Hebrew here. That's interesting. You call it a MacGyver. We call it a mulligan. You know, mulligan. I call it a MacGyver. Or see the show MacGyver? Yeah. But we call it a, mug a mulligan. Why? In golf, a mulligan is when you pick up the ball because it fell in the lake and you take a stroke and you throw it as a mulligan. So in Puerto Rican language, we sort of don't know the words, so we go, and then No, that's two different things. That's a Hava Nagila is a song, and a MacGyver is the rig that you did over here. I know, but a mulligan means when you're singing a song, like you change the words to the song all the time. Yes, because I'm very kids, bad with lyrics. Your, I'm like, what are the lyrics? The worst lyrics. Like, more than a woman you, with right? bald-headed woman always in my so head. More than a woman is a bald-headed woman. <laughs> that's called a mulligan. So we make up words as we go along, and then we go back to the lyrics, right? We all do that. See? It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to hear that song. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to work on that. And it's more than one song. It's about five or six songs. Wow. I was in on CD. All in Hebrew, and I'm 
for me, you know, 20 years, I forgot about it. It's just like kind of a new discovery that I've created, and I think now is the time to show it. I mean, you look, she barely looks a little more than 20, right? But yet, she is. She's like 21. I know, she looks amazing. 22? The key is, she tells me, not to get married. What? That's how she stays so youthful looking. How? She's never married, yes. Or she's been off all this time? Yeah. It took the board operator around 10, 15 minutes. She didn't that one open then. Yeah, yeah. She didn't hear it? Oh, but she was being picked up on that one? No, that one was off. So, yeah, start from the top. Right? I mean, <laughs> you know, what, 20 years of... Um, it's work. okay, I can repeat it. <laughs> I say nothing. But it was a really, really good discovery for me. It was, uh, I, I started crying and I listened to it. And my friend was there. He owns a recording studio. He knew he, blown, he was blown away. Did you send it to him? I, he was in my house when I was showing it, and I played it, and I stayed there shocked and cried from emotions because it took me back 20 years ago. That's before amazing. I even came to New York, before I moved to the United States. It was uh, when Where I, were you living at the time? In Israel. When I, in a, did you ever live in a kibbutz? No, no. You ever live in a kibbutz? Kibbutz? Kibbutz is a kibbutz or a kibbutz. Like it's a commune place. Never lived on a kibbutz or a kibbutz. You ever lived there? No. <laughs> I did in New York. What is wrong with you people? You what do you mean no New, York? In New, in New York? York? Yes, they were. New York? In the 70s, yes. There was a kibbutz. Yes. Well, really? I don't know what yes. happened in the 70s. I wasn't born. A kibbutz is, is, a, is a, a bunch it's of people commune, get together. A commune, commune Maybe you living. Maybe in a commune. What? Not commune. Or no. a cult. Yeah, that was me. I was with Charles Manson. There'd be no, there be no kibbutz in Manhattan. Yes, there were. Where? At first time hearing in Manhattan, in New York, kibbutz. In Alphabet City, there was a kibbutz. Really? Yes. And <laughs> my professor, my professor, my teacher took us down on a field trip. And we stayed there all day. And so we were kids, you know, little kids. And we said it was like living there. I was in 72. How old was I? 10 years old. And what was this kibbutz like in It's New like York? they do in Israel. Everybody gets food together and they share it and they grow things and everything else. Well, kibbutz is a, it's a place that people share bedrooms, share bathrooms, share kitchen. Everything. everything is basically shared and they all work there. And they're not getting paid. They're just basically living there to work in the same place. That's, That's how I place. know it. And when you sell something, the kibbutz shares the money, if you need shoes, if you need a dress, yeah. and all the money's taken together and everybody gets paid. It's like modern socialism. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like our studio. One advertiser, and we each get paid a little bit. Correct. It works the same. <laughs> what do you think I got the philosophy? I just don't understand why you don't do it. You've never been involved. In a kibbutz? Because yeah. I never knew there was a kibbutz outside of Israel, quite Did honestly. Did you go to Israel and check it out? Yes. Did you go to the... The, 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 the Golan Heights, yes. You went to the Golan Heights? Yes. There were a bunch of kibbutzes out there. Yes, but no, not in Lower Manhattan. Manhattan. Sure. Yeah, over. So you sat in and you ate with your hands and everything? You With the hands? Is that, you with your how hands. is that connected? Because they didn't <laughs> want to spend money on the spoon. No. <laughs> I don't know whatever, what kind it's of kibbutz you know. Story. Why are you guys laughing at me? No. It's true. They know. have farms. They have fresh food and potatoes, all that. They all have all the natural organic food there. But definitely have forks. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you guys are going to look at me crazy, but they have sugar cane. You ever seen sugar cane when it's in the stem? And they take it and they cut a piece of the sugar cane and they use it like a wooden spoon. And when they used to eat the rice, the beans and stuff off of the sugar, I'm being serious here. 
And, and I asked my father, and my father was a, a sugarcane cutter. And he says, yeah, we used to do that in Puerto Rico, too. And they make, like, utensils out of the cane. You're looking at me like I'm nuts. Like bamboo? You know, they make utensils now out of bamboo to make them sustainable. It's like, what's old is new again. Yeah, but you take a knife and try to cut bamboo. Yeah, I dare you. Try to cut that bad boy. It's hard. So you constantly, so there's more sugar. Because if you're using a sugar cane spoon or fork, it's you're eating it's sugar. It's the outside. It's like the stem. Oh, the outside. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and, and when, when I was a kibbutz, they we should do learned. that again, make it biodegradable. And it's funny, when I was 10 years old, the reason they took us was to learn to share, which is what the whole concept is. What was is. the name of it? Alphabet City. <laughs> Avenue A, Avenue B, Alphabet Avenue C. City is a, like a lower, lower east Manhattan. side. Lower east side. Lower east side of Manhattan, yeah. It's a true place. You know, you didn't believe me when I was in auxiliary about coming and, and going. Seeing. Yeah, I know, coming in Seaman Street, yeah. Coming I heard unknown about kibbutz in the city. That's my first yes, first I'm going to tell you, New York City is a magical place. Oh, I, I know that. Do you that. know, you ever been to the horse stables in New York City? No. Do you know there are horse stables in New York City? Where? In, in Manhattan? In Manhattan. What, you never seen the horses in Central Park? Well, With I know horses walking. I'm, I think now they're no longer there. But they stopped doing. But uh, I know the horses. I don't know where they're parking. Down in the Lower Bowery, in the Lower East Side, and it was called Horse City. And I used to go down to Horse City. I can't even believe you're right. Wow! <laughs> you, <you're>, wow! <laughs> really? I can't believe you're checking up on me. New York Daily News called Urban Kibbutz. Thank you. Well, it and was before I was, was born, and, and nobody even actually In Crown Heights, it. Brooklyn. They had this is 2009, too. but there's got to be another one. Wow. Freddie was there, too. And it's funny because in Brooklyn, when the Jews went over the bridge and they went into Brooklyn, right? There was a lot of Jews in Brooklyn. You couldn't get an apartment or nothing because it was all close-knit families. You had to know somebody to get an apartment in yeah. Brooklyn. This guy who started this one, he was introducing the kids to socialist Zionism. The old Zionist Modern movement day in existence. Socialism is Running summer Zionism. camps near Liberty, New York. Mm -hmm. You know where that is? I do. Alphabet City? Mm -hmm. Is that where Liberty, New York is? Alphabet City. I'm not going to say nothing more. Wow, Freddie. you don't believe me. Well, good That's to okay. learn, good to know, because I've never heard about that. It's all about the sharing. It's all, that's unbelievable. These are all 20-somethings. This was 2009, this article, but had to have gone back before that. Very interesting. All right, so what time do you have to leave, Mr. Uh, all right, so why don't we take a commercial break? Okay. So we can come back and Mr. Blake can do his thing because his grade is his grade. Yes, is I got to work on that. Today, his grade is about to be determined in the next thirty seconds. This is his when he final. The well, I don't know. We're gonna see. Uh, right. tell you, um, Slick is gonna determine it. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Thank you. All right. We're we'll gonna commercial and come back to him. We're gonna take a commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna hear the pitch. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, this is Jeff from PromoStuffForYou.com. We are now entering some really challenging and uncertain times, but one thing is for certain is branding and marketing doesn't stop. At PromoStuffForYou.com, we have access to 1.4 million promotional and branded products. We want to sit down with you and help you come up with that right strategy to make sure that the remainder of this year goes smoothly for you and make sure that your name is out there. Branding is the most important thing a company can do, and it's not just for cattle anymore. So contact PromoStuffForYou.com, 561-693-2117. Visit our website. Call us. We're happy to help. You can reach
reach us at 561-693-2117. Looking forward to helping Welcome to your vacation staycation. And what better way to kick back than to blend up a sweet pina colada, a smooth mojito, or just a nice stiff rum and coke. If you want true relaxation and enjoyment, then you want Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum is a unique rum infusion. Gubba Silver Rum is infused with real shredded coconut. And Gubba Rum Gold is infused with real shredded vanilla bean. Both are made with certified organic ingredients. Each infused Gubba Rum is 35% ABV, 70 proof, and as we say in Boston, wicked smooth. So if you're looking for the best combination of taste, smoothness, quality, and price, your clear choice is Gubba Rum. If you want that wicked smooth taste for yourself or your vacation, staycation, visit GubbaRum.com to find your closest liquor store that carries Gubba Rum Gold and Gubba Rum Silver. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. Kids for Kids Ministry, the vision is to see children in Haiti emerge from extreme poverty into an extraordinary destiny in Christ. The problem is the orphans in Haiti lack clean water to drink and food sustainability. These children need art-integrated education, medical needs, shoes, clothes, a lunch program, and teacher salary aid. The mission is to sponsor local leaders in Haiti to support them in the care of orphans and vulnerable children. In January of 2020, Kids for Kids traveled to Haiti to visit the orphans at their home and at their school. The school has now grown to 30 children attending daily classes, but there are many things to improve upon. To help us or to donate, contact Patty Paget at Kids for Kids Ministry, 561-876-1710. That's Kids for Kids Ministry at 561 561- Eight seven six one seven one zero. The way you live your life says a lot about you. The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial Providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial providers are known for. and why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. The celebration of a lifetime begins here.
Looking for a place to get your ice cream fix? Look no further than Cold Stone Creamery. At Cold Stone, we make our ice cream fresh every single day in store. We have over 20 different ice cream base flavors and over 30 different mix-ins to choose from. We also have plenty of signature creations if you don't want to go ahead and choose your own. To end your creation, you could put it in one of our freshly made waffles. We have ice cream cakes, ice cream sandwiches, milkshakes, smoothies, banana splits, sundaes, and so many other things for you to come check out and enjoy. We are the official ice cream store of the Brooklyn Cafe. Hope to see you soon. And remember, it's always a great day for ice cream. Hi, I'm Tracy McDonough, owner and founder of Healing Moments. Healing Moments is a healing playroom, a mind-body-spirit center. Our service is love and compassion, and the environment is soothing, peaceful, and inviting. Every area is designed for healing and peace. We deliver services such as massage therapy or lymphatic drainage, energy healing and Reiki, chakra balancing, physical vascular therapy for circulation and pain, vibrational medicine using frequencies and oils, and music in order to calm and relax your mind, body, and spirit. We also offer detoxification services using infrared sauna, ionic foot baths, and power plates. All of our modalities are designed to reduce stress, anxiety, induce relaxation, relieve pain, and provide detoxification and inflammation reduction for optimal healing and wellness. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Are you looking something for something to do on April 17th? That is a Saturday. Well, in Deland, Florida, the 9th annual Delandapalooza Original Music Festival is being hosted. Um, hours are between 1 p.m. and... 12 a.m., yeah. right? And um, if for contact information, call 386-306-2694. It's going to be a great event. Over 52 bands at this event, and it's going to be great. I'm going to go out and back to Don and Freddie Hess. Too bad. 
I think uh, Miss Love is ready for the bazooka. Bazooka. What is it called? The La Palooza. You know, everything the, 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 the Palooza. The Palooza bazooka. bazooka. That's tomorrow called? night. <laughs> what? What's it called? Is your green light on? Yes. <laughs> Working this time. <laughs> What's it called? So, so, what is your event called? The Lusa? I need to uh, find, uh, double check on that. <laughs> and now you've gotten everyone so confused. What's yeah. it called, Blake? The, the whole Lusa, event. Palooza. The, the land uh, of Palooza. 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 Right? I was right. A Palooza. a Palooza. You know what a Palooza is? I know a lot of Palooza. A, it's a woman with a hairy chest. No. Look, look What's it up. wrong with you? Look it up. What? Look it up. That's what we used to call women in New York. That's Palooza. just not nice. That's not e Nice job, Blake. Palooza. 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 In Spanish is pelo. In English is uza. And you put Palooza together. <laughs> wow. It's true. Learning new language today. I got to tell you, I'm looking at you and I'm looking at your glass. And I'm like, that really looks like you, kind of. This would be me. <laughs> I saw it from here and I really realized that right away that's you. I make believe I'm drinking out of it. Right? It's Isn't really that good. crazy? This is, Unbelievable. This is outrageous. Outrageousness. I don't even know how to hold this. I'm afraid to hold it because it, I may rub it out. Can't wash it. Can't do you got to wash it by hand. Then Shut it said up. no. Oh, you Slick. can't. So it's just it's not something that it washes out. So if you no, wash no, it, no, no, it's it's fine. They said just wash it by hand and don't put ice. Oh, at least mine, I can't put ice in. It might my marbles might fall. I off think you I can't put. put you just it. put it there and as a decoration. I don't think it's something. You, the you problem can. is that wherever you put this, it's gonna fall and break. I already know it. Put it on a display. We you need can't a display. put ice in yours because your bazookas will my fall off. My bazookas will fall off. <laughs> you become bazookas. You got Palooza's <laughs> and I got bazookas and my bazookas will fall off. Aren't these unbelievable glasses, though? Do They're you really know good. that the glasses look good with Barbara's paintings? Actually, that's Teddy did a social media post with it just like that yesterday. I know. She saw We're that. Isn't that amazing? something together with these. What are you putting together? Something on the wall to hold them up like that. It's just more for me to dust. <laughs> That's what From I think. From dawn to dusk. It's dusk. <laughs> dusk. From dawn to dusk. Dusk, <laughs> dusk and dusk, yes. Listen, I wanted to... I, we don't have anybody on the phone, right? No. I wanted to play a game with all the kids, now that uh, Blake is left, <laughs> about things that were said in the day. We started doing this earlier today. Things that were said in the day that they have no clue of what it means, of what it means today. All right, we'll bring her on a half hour. What? Tony's guest, but it's a 1.30 segment. 
Don't worry, keep okay. going. So why don't you sit over here? Teddy, come here. Come here if. And what I want to do is I want we I started to do this with Teddy, but I didn't do it with Slick or Vinny. So I wanted to ask you guys some of the words, some of the things that were said in the day, like we were doing before, yeah. that you didn't hear. I started off with the word, what's the stuff that was in the library? It's called fin finish? Microfiche? Microfiche. Everyone microfiche. who has microfiche and a microfish. Do you know what microfiche is? No. Anybody here know what it is? Sure. Well, you and I, because we're, <laughs> we're old. In the day, the film that's on that machine in the library, so you can see newspaper articles and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, wow. You know what a library is, in yes? The, in the, the building with books? 18, 19th century. <laughs> a library? No, no, no. Uh, Microfiche? Yeah. Microfiche, yes, they still have it. I don't know. Maybe everything's digital now. Maybe it's all been upgraded. I'm sure it is. They just what is the yeah. library going to throw away microfiche? What are you going to do with it? What about the Dewey Decimal System? That's another one that we saw, Dewey Decimal. They must still use that. Dewey Decimal, do you know what that is? Yeah. You do? <laughs> you don't even know what a library is. Do you have a library card? I do. A library card. It's like uh, on your... Uh, iTunes, you have a <laughs> library there. <laughs> <laughs> you have a digital library in your library phone. Library car iTunes. That makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> do, you, do you know... <laughs> do you remember what the world book was? Yeah. Familiar. You know what it is. Sounds you familiar. Do you guys know what the world book... <laughs> now, the smart guy over there in the corner, I got to tell you, Dan is an intelligent dude. Dan, do you know what the World Book is? The World Book was an encyclopedia, and it did have an almanac in there. You remember the World Book? Yes, we had all three series. We had the little red ones, and we had the brown ones, and we had the upgraded black ones. Yeah. I had blue and gold Yes. <laughs> I had the white one with the gold around it in New York. And actually, I remember the guy come to sell it at the house, and it was like he came in, probably like he used to sell the vacuums, knocked at the door, came in with the encyclopedias, like it was a door-to-door -door oh, yeah, buying encyclopedias. Yes, yeah. I used to sell encyclopedias, don't laugh. Oh, you yeah. did? It's like oh my God, so heavy. Right, can you imagine? Now it's like just It's clutter now. Now it's just clutter, right? <laughs> and everyone had books. It's funny because when my parents bought the encyclopedia, you know, they had A through Z and all the extra books, and they bought a library for it. And they said, Freddie, come here. And I was this small. Yeah, I was this big, and I'm looking up, and, I, and Mom, I can't even see the letters. It was like a whole big deal if you had, like, it the encyclopedias we in your the house, right? People, yeah. The first Ricans in the building the that first Ricans. Did they all come to your house? Everybody came to the house. You were like the local library. Yes, and then she got me a stepladder, and I used to, and then my mother says, do not lend the books out. You had to use it in the room. You could not leave. But the World Book was a big deal. So the whole building came to you guys. Now, do you remember 25 cents to make a phone call? Yes. Remember Regular that? phones. Can you imagine now with COVID if we did not have cell phones and people wow. using public phones? It would have been disgusting. Totally well, disgusting. You spray the phone until it dies. It, it was disgusting it was, then, right? Yeah, it was mm -hmm. always disgusting. The town center mall? Ugh. They have the phones? They had a quarter phone here? Yeah, in the town center mall when I was a kid, before we had, like, before our generation had cell phones, or at least I was allowed to have one, by the bathrooms in the food court, there was a wall of, like, five pay phones. So when you were ready for, like, your mom to come pick you up, you had to go to the pay phones. Put a quarter in and call mom. I think it was actually 50 cents. 50 cents. Yeah, and call mom and be like, hey, I need you to pick me up. I'll meet you at like Sears. Wow. Do you guys remember collect calls? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it worked on Ray Street. 
<laughs> Those was the days. Collect calls. Wow. Well, we had a guest in yesterday. She was talking about how she used to film on Betamax. <laughs> the beta. She used to. Now I think beta of what you what we do for social media is beta. She actually had beta tapes. She would edit, which I think you really had to splice them together with like tape and stuff. Does she have laser discs also? Probably. The uh, that at? camera that you see, camera two, Has is Betamax? a tape machine. Really. Yes, I, I'll bring you in the tapes. I have them. I have blanks. It will. You better be careful. Them. It may not be blank. blank. What could be on them? <laughs> There's nothing naughty on them. Naughty. Look at his face. He's like, mm. Hold on a second. Careful before you show Vinny those tapes. It's a tape machine, and there's a converter that turned those tapes into digital. And then the digital goes on. It used to take me two hours to do this, and Gio showed me how to convert them. That's the first camera I bought 12 years ago. But I still have the tapes, and then we, we turn it into a digital. He says, Dad, you want to stop doing the tape things? When I did Obama's thing up in North Carolina, it was all tape, and I had to convert it to send it over. Really? Oh, my God. Now, do you remember the cell phone that was this big? The brick? <laughs> the brick. I had one of those, too. You ever had a brick? No. I, I worked for John Hancock, and I had a brick. And I used to put it in a pouch. I thought it was so cool. And when I took this thing out, I had such a cramp in my arm. <laughs> it must have weighed 400 pounds. And you can barely hear the person on the other side. You, you never know Kia phones, how tough they were? Yeah. The what? Nokia phones. They were like the really small ones that you could play Snake on. And they're like nuclearly indestructible. They have ones that are like in cement because people would drop them and they still work. Really? Yeah. Not anymore. Now they want you to drop them so you buy new ones. They've realized we can't let technology last too long because then it stops the forward progression of upgrades. Now, now, isn't it funny how in the day things were... Am I like a total conspiracy theorist or what? No, you're just a troublemaker. <laughs> Do you remember anything in the day? Any words? Any... That you used to use? You know, the 86, and I'm always telling you, Slicker by, I used to use that in the day. Yeah, I had to look it up what 86 meant. 86? Code 86? It's like a drunk or something, right? 86 means... That's it, game over to him. Yeah. Exit stage right. I, I mean, we still use it in restaurants. You'd be like, oh, like 86 rice, and there's like no rice. You, they use that today. Yeah, you still use a lot of old school stuff. I only know it. They hey, did. listen, you see the little thingamabrig here? That's old school. That's 12 years old. That piece has never been used We before. call this MacGyver. It, that's a good name for it. <laughs> <laughs> we and, now name our equipment and MacGyver. That's her, that's her light holder. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. I it's a MacGyver. I can't believe how you put this together on the tripod. It works, though. Yeah, but how did you put it on the tripod? Don't worry about it. It works. <laughs> a little bit of bubble gum. A little bit of bubble gum. I'm kidding. Now, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Now, do you remember the thing you just got that, that cl clicks? The, click the clapper, yes. The clapper? Oh, we still have it. We still have it? Do you remember the toy, the click clack? No. There was a duck that used to roll around with like click, 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 yes. like for a kid's toy. There were two balls on a string. Oh. And you held this. And you went up and down, oh, and this thing went dang, 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 dang. It was called the click clack. Everybody had black and blues on their arms. <laughs> when you went to school, who has the biggest scar? And what was the purpose of the click clack? It was the hottest toy sold in New York City. It's like a fidget spinner. 
No, not a fidget spinner. <laughs> you ever had a fidget spinner? Yeah, I, I bet you did, for sure. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah, this one that you hold it and it's like rolls. I have no idea why. And a people, but people spinner. love it. Yes. It's fun. Well, what good is that? A click clack. You used to see who could do it the longest. So. Amy, have a seat in our living room. Do you like our new living room set? Amy, you remember the click clack? Wow. Or the fidget spinner? I remember the, um, this was when I was younger. It was like a loop that went around your ankle and it had a skip, skip it. it. Yes, yeah. the skippy. Skip it. That was a skippy. Did, I, I, skip it. Didn't it bruise your um, leg though or ankle? Yeah, you always got, that's what made me think of it. You had a big black and blue marker on your always. ankle. Always. You remember the ice, the ICs and you had the wooden spoons? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Remember those? I remember the Otter Pops. And you remember what we did with the spoons? What did you do with the spoon? You put it on the floor, like where that line is. Yeah. And you took a spalding and you play. Me and Vinny would be about this distance, and you had to hit the stick. You had really? to hit the spoon. And the first one to get the 12 won. It's like a game of horse with an ice cream spoon. A game of what? Horse. A game of horse? Yeah. yeah. What the hell is that? Basketball. Basketball. What am I, more of your generation uh, than yours? You're right. I wasn't good at that game when I, I played. I was good at that. <laughs> You good at horse? Yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course it takes a horse for Dawn to be good at it. Yes. You sound like Mr. Ed. Yes, I was good at basketball. You? All yes. four, four, four foot four of you? Yes, small basketball? and mighty. What can you see the rim? You don't have to. You just sort of like just jump. Now, I can only imagine. Women that say I was good at basketball probably stink. Because <laughs> I've seen people tell me, oh, I was good at this. And then when I give it my ball, I said, let me see you do a layup. They look like they're having a convulsion. You're always so kind, isn't he? Now, do you know, in the day, we couldn't afford a basketball hoop. In the day. So what did we use? What? Garbage can was too big. Milk crate. A milk crate. You and Fat Albert. Well, milk crate is what we use. Do you know Fat Albert would totally be probably taken off air if it was still on, besides the Bill Cosby side of it, but just because his name was Fat Albert. So what? He wasn't skinny, Albert. It would be like to totally non-politically correct. Do you find that politically incorrect to say Fat Albert to a guy? Like I see Dan, they call him Shorty. Is that wrong? But it was Fat Albert. He was living in the projects. Like they totally wouldn't have that on TV anymore. But, but back in the day, it was just a cartoon. Yeah, but in the day, we didn't think that way. Exactly. Now, in the day, we used to play hockey Street in the projects. Street hockey or ice hockey? Street hockey yeah. in the projects. So how did we do it? We had roller skates, and we had a real puck, a hockey puck, and we played in the street with hockey stick, and, they, and I was a goldie. They wouldn't let me skate, man. That really stunk, because I was a chubby, fat kid. <laughs> so they put me as a goalie. So I had cardboard on me, cardboard boxes, and they did. They sprayed them so they wouldn't rot out. And you used to put a rubber band or something around the legs. You wore cardboard boxes as pads? Yeah. <laughs> the good New York way. Amy, really? Yes? Yeah. Juji thought of this thing. Look how thing. beautiful she looks. Look at your eye makeup. Nice. Beautiful. <laughs> cardboard boxes. They bought me a hockey, a baseball mask. We used a baseball mask. You know what the catches you use? You were like a cartoon. You would be in Fat Albert. What are you talking about? And, and my brother bought me a hockey stick. You know the big goldie stick? I got to buy one. Then I had to lend it to the whole project so they would have mugged me. So I says, make sure you don't mug Freddy because he's doing it with the stick. 
So we had two sticks. We had the hockey mask. We had a baseball glove. Oh my God, I remember this like yesterday. And we're doing this thing, right? And we're going and we're going. And I, the puck hit me in the side of the head. Went out. Yeah. So they picked me up. <laughs> they had to move me out of the way because it's holding up the gate. They took off my stuff and they put me on a bench. I'm like this. Yeah, keep going. And that's the way we roll. Wow. But yeah, it explains so very much. <laughs> now, wow. you guys never play street, street games ever? Hockey? Yeah. You, you yeah. play. Remember Scully Caps? Yeah, so oh, you, you finally oh. found some members Scully's. You he talks about this all the time, and everyone says, what are you talking about? Where did you get your Scully's from? Yeah, let's yeah, give we it. used bottle tops from the, from the, you know, the bottle. The yeah, but that was too light. We used to take the things off the chairs in schools. I got suspended one day for oh. doing that. Remember those metal rings? Yeah. What did you fill your bottle caps with? I don't remember. Crayons. We used to melt the crayons oh. in. You need a heavy sustenance. Wow. They hit that. Is that the end Imagine you kids' it? toys that are just boxes, lids, and melted crayons. Well, now I'll tell you, kids' toys are just kids' versions of adult things. Like, I know we always had, like, the um, kitchens, but now one of my nieces just got a sewing machine with no needles. <laughs> wow. How does this sew? That's a really good question. I don't know. Probably it's a laser. It's a laser. Maybe it doesn't yeah. work. Maybe it just makes the noise. You know, that type of oh, thing. Oh, so it doesn't They stop. have little, like, fake cappuccino machines for kids I've seen. Oh, yeah. with, like, and little full frothers. kitchen, too. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the Susie Bake Oven? Oh, Easy Bake sure. Oven. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Easy Bake Oven. I yes. remember that. You had one of those? Sure. Of course you did. It smelled you, so do, bad. Do you remember how they cooked <laughs> the stuff in it? It was a light bulb. A light bulb. It's a light bulb. It was like a 60-watt light bulb. And Something it so simple. terrible. So me and Juju said to my sister, because she wanted one, she said, what are you talking about? We'll build you one. So we got a box, and we put a high-definition, high, like a Cucci Frito light. You know what a Cucci Frito light is? Like a fluorescent Hello? light? When you go to a Spanish bodega or something and they have the food in It's the red and it lights up. And they have those lights that are heated, keeping oh, it hot. Red light things? Yeah. Okay, it could be red, blue, yeah. green. Those are called Cucci Frito lights. Cucci Frito lights. Because it keeps the food hot. You've seen them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the restaurants. Oh, you're from New York. You know this. So we made, we made this for my sister so she could have a cake. Damn thing caught fire. <laughs> we got the lamp out of the garbage. <laughs> wow. And the firemen came, the mattress burned. Yeah, right. The little True. easy bake ovens. Really? <laughs> I remember uh, Furbies and Tamagotchis were like oh, the yes. big thing when I was little. The Kirby's? Furbies. Furbies. The Furbies from McDonald's? Terrifying. They were. From they McDonald's? Were, um, I don't know if you got them from McDonald's. We used to get them from the Toys R Us. And it's this little, it looked like gremlins from the movie. And they would like talk back to you and they could repeat what you said. And there was games on them. They're horrifying. And the, you couldn't turn it off. Yeah, we just keep talking. Yeah, you would turn it off and you would, like put it in the closet and every once in a while you'd still to go to it. sleep. Yes. Yeah. And it would wake up. Do you remember Creature Features? Yeah. You didn't see the Creature? Oh, you saw Creature Features? <gasps> we used to, we had a drive-in when I was younger uh, by my aunt in New York and they used to play them. Creature Features were the, the best. Teddy's the got the best of all generations because you've got your dad. Yeah. Who's like a different generation than your mom. Yep. And then you've got your sister. So yep. you just got cross generations of yeah. everything in your family. <laughs> you had the Twilight Zone? You watched the Twilight Zone? Those you watch, right? Minnie totally did. <coughs> watched Slick, it you recently. Know the Twilight Zone? You know that's on Netflix now? Twilight Zone is? Yeah. yeah. Or Hulu? Dan, you know the Twilight Zone? Yeah. I definitely remember that music. 
I watched it recently. They made the movie The Twilight Zone because they wanted to bring the series back. They did. They made the movie. Um, they brought a CBS access, I think, with uh, Jordan Peele as a host. That's right. Oh. And they did it to bring back the Twilight Zone series, and they never took off. I feel like they. I feel like it was good as it was. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I would like it more modern. I feel like Black Mirror is more modern. I can't watch the show anymore. It got too depressing. It is. It's just scary. What was the name of the show with the vampires that was big? Count, Twilight. Uh, count, uh, Twilight. 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 <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Wait, well, remember um about the monsters. <laughs> no, because I was thinking old movies, old Wait. movies, vampire. You had Frankenstein meets the vampire. Young Frankenstein. I Young Frankenstein was hilarious. I love that movie. That was hilarious. Then you had Superman meets Wonder Woman. Ba- was it Batman? Was made, that the one that was so bad Batman. that they redid for four hours? No, Justice League. <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> Four hours of a bad two-hour movie that just got worse on four. No, four hours better. Honestly, it got better. Slick said the four hours was good because two hours of that one was the worst. I the two it. hours of that one was the, it's just the four-hour one. You watched four four-hour movie? Yeah, yeah because was, they gave background on everybody. Because you didn't know who Superman and Batman were, so you needed two hours you to figure it out. You need two hours to figure out Superman, Batman, and everybody else. Wonder it has Woman, an interesting history of the production. It's like... Yeah, in your mind it would be. <laughs> Let me ask you, G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. <laughs> <laughs> you remember G.I. Joe? Yeah. They remember made the G.I. Joe with the Kung, man? Fu, the Kung Fu grip. You don't remember G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip? Yep. So I said to my mother, how can they make a doll that grips thing? She said, just put something in his hand, Freddie. Don't worry about it. Then there was the $6 million man, but then there was female equality. Then we had the $6 million woman. Yes, but the $6 million man had the hole in the head so you could look through Look through, through his eye, yes. You remember that? I love the yeah, sound effects. <laughs> you look through the eye. Yes. You would be huge. Ooh, look yes, at he it. had a hole in so his head. So I used head. to walk around with a $6 million man <laughs> stapled to my face. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. But yeah, everyone needed it. I don't remember the $6 million woman. Of course not. I remember the other one, Miss America. What was her name? Wonder Woman? Oh, yeah. I had a crush on Wonder Woman. I dream of Jeannie. I used to watch and get a little woody. I was like 10. I was 10. Relax. I dream of Jeannie. Remember her? She showed her belly button. That's when they took her off the air. It was uh, a big thing. Yes, you can't yeah. show your belly button. Remember the 60s Batman? That was my favorite. Adam West. Adam West. Yeah. I, he was gay, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely. Really? Yeah. Adam. He's yeah. He's still, I was going to say, is he still alive? No, he passed away a few years back. He was doing stuff up until he was dying. Yeah, he was the mayor for Family Guy. Yeah, and he was on uh, Fairly Odd Parents. And, yeah, he, yeah. and he was on, I just saw the episode on King of Queens. Really? Yeah. He was on there as well. And he still talks. This. He does. What the hell's wrong with William <laughs> Shatner? I love it. William Shatner, what I'm, show was that? Star Trek. You guys remember Star Trek? Oh, yeah. Uh. Star Trek? Yeah, well, yeah, right here. Hello. Yeah. Hello. You didn't like Star Trek? William Shatner, you ever notice his you know, hair? Growing up in a different country has completely different shows. Space. Right? Space. No, ask you, between Uzbekistan and Israel, what was culture, pop culture different? It's a f- completely different. Because when I'm hearing, I'm like, I'm not familiar with it. But in, your, in those countries, the old movies like, are played yeah. even today. Yeah. We never really had the opportunity to watch anything international until later 90s. Everything was just in Russia. They, they got to sell it all over again. Because you can't, it was not allowed. So we only watched, you know, Did local. you see the monsters? 
Ooh, don't think so. Monsters. <laughs> you seen the monsters? I always wonder how they made Herman's, Herman's head. Because you know it goes up, right? How the hell did they do that? Plaster Paris. Plaster? He walked the wrong way. He walked the wrong way. Plaster of Paris. There's a really famous makeup artist uh, who is famous for doing all, I can't remember his name right now, but he's famous for doing all the special effects. So he did Adam's Family, he did Monsters, uh, and it's full prosthetics. They would have to walk around like that. The woman who does, not the original uh, Morticia Adams, but the newer Morticia Adams, she would have to wear a corset so tight, face tape on her face, and she had so many prosthetics to make her look like that, that she would get migraines on set and she would have to lay down, trying to look like the Instead original Morticia Adams. Instead of just Morticia opening Adams. it up, let the blood flow again, they made her lay down. Well, because they wanted to look like the original Morticia Adams, who was doing Morticia the same thing. Morticia Adams. Talk about a hottie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of her husband that kept kissing Gomez. her arm? Um, Gomez. Gomez. He's kissing her arm. He's, get out of the way, kissing her arm. You gotta... <laughs> Wow, that chick was hot, baby. Hot! I'm laughing about how much you look like that cup right now. <laughs> you, didn't watch, you, you, didn't watch, you didn't watch the episode? I did, but I'm watching you, and you're like a whole cartoon in yourself. I'm going to tell you, Morticia Adams did it for me, baby. I'm going to tell you, Morticia was hot. Jen, I Dream of Jeannie was hot. Well, be which? Now, what about, no, you know who was hot? You're never going to believe this. The one from The Monster's Wife, Lily. Ooh, baby. She wore, you know, when you die and they put you in a coffin, you know, the material is in the side of the coffin? No, no. It's like a material. It's like a very Silk light. satin, yes. Well, Silk. She wore that. That's what she wore. Remember? I never watched the monster. <gasps> <gasps> wow, yeah, you're down right. to her costume Lily. design. Lily. Lily. Mm, yes, because. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really shocked Elvira's not on your list. Who? Elvira? I love Elvira. You didn't watch Elvira? I did. Even I watched Elvira. I called the Elvira show. Did you? She used to be on in Tampa from 12 to 1 o'clock in the morning, right? I remember that, yeah. And I called her. If you go to Tampa, you can still see her shooting studios. Yes, and I called her. And I said, listen, I don't have a question. I just wanted to talk to you because I think you were spectacular. She kept me on for 20 minutes. Wow. True story. When I was in Tampa, going back in 2005, I think it was, six. Elvira. Now, you ever see when Elvira takes the makeup off? Mm. Oh, come on. It looked that bad with mm. makeup. Come on. Gotta keep it all on. Because it's like this mental image you get. Visual, visual. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool to see what they do in don't other go, countries uh, that way. Don't go on because you watched the, the, the lifeguard. What was his name with the black hair? Mr. Mr. Hunk? Baywatch? Baywatch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many of you watch Hassel? Look at this one over there. Mm, yum, yum, eat him up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Jason Momoa was in the original Baywatch. Which really? one? Who? Kid, Jason Momoa, Aquaman. Really? He was in the original Baywatch. It's funny how you kid. remember that, Teddy. I remember everything about Jason Momoa. I'm sure. <laughs> Jason Momoa could have been playing the squid and she would have watched. Well, growing up, how old were you when you moved to Israel? Uh, nine. Was nine or ten. Yes. Totally different? Totally different. different Always mentality. in Tel Aviv, though? Yeah, around that area. It was like small little towns around it. Yeah. You had no TV. We had TV. There were shows on it? But it was just um, Politics. limited. <laughs> Politics. It was limited. It was uh, what allowed to watch for the kids, what allowed to watch. It was not really open outside of, you know, Uzbekistan or whatever, USSR. And then in Israel, is the same. Israel, in the USSR, was more what would they put on television? 
Movies, cartoons, news, just local stuff. You know, oh, movies, cartoons, stuff. There you go. Yeah, I was that not really uh, familiar with everything that happens outside of that country. <laughs> we always get a box. It's got to be so cool. I mean, it's cool when you're here, right? And you look back at what it was, but when you're living it, you don't realize it. But how different it is for kids in USSR and Uzbekistan versus Israel versus the United States. Where did you grow up, Slick? <laughs> when you were in Haiti, away. yeah, I came from Haiti when I was three. So oh, okay, so it doesn't count. You were in South America. I was in New York and Brazil a lot during um, the in 90s. South America, do they put on regular programming? Um, here and there, mostly just play reruns, of old shows like old uh, black and white shows and a lot of old animation shows. You see, that's the great thing about this country. I got to watch Abbott and Costello. You guys remember Abbott and Costello? Laura and Hardy, you remember them? to watch them too. That's Laurel and Hardy. I know, I'm pointing at it. Smother Laurel Brothers. Hardy. Huh? Smother Brothers? Smother you see, that, that wait, Puerto wait. Rican families, the Smother Brothers weren't too. I watched it a little bit, but Hee Haw, remember Hee Haw? Mm. Not too much. You remember Max Groucho? No, that was before, that was a little bit too far back. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm back, I'm <laughs> thank you for playing. They're totally different. You watch any of those shows? No. You didn't watch TV when you were growing up. You were too busy. No, I did. Dating boys. I'm a little younger than you. I'm sorry. When I was 10, you were 5. When I was 15, you were 10. So what were you when watching? When I was 20, you were 15 in high school. What were you watching? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Come that's on, a whole other story. Right, yeah. you didn't have time for no TV. You were man-watching. <laughs> Let me see who I'm going to date I was man-watching early, yeah. It's true. I know it's true. You and Slick have a very common denominator. I don't think Slick's man watching. Oh, he used to man. He used to woman watch. When you were fifteen in high school, did you that have a girlfriend? That means that I was a man watching. Did you have a girlfriend in high school? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. How yeah. many? Four years of high school. How many girls? We haven't heard about Digit City in a while. There's been no Enchantress. Yeah. There's been yeah. no. I, many, I can't say I can answer that because like I got in trouble like in high school with girls because how many did you have? I don't care the names. Oh. Four, twelve, eighteen. I'll say enough. Like, I don't think he wants to share because they. I listen. don't want to share because I don't know if they're gonna be because they. Like, yeah. If you were dating <laughs> yeah, Slick, he's at twenty four hundred Northwest. <laughs> Come on down and see him. He owes you a date. Woo. But you I did, did get in you trouble. You dated heavy though. in high yeah. school. I barely did anyone. I had no heavy? girlfriend in high school. I was. Teddy, a sh- you dated heavy in high school? Uh, not heavy. I I dated four guys. One, one every year. Yeah, it's like one a vitamin. Every, no, really, one every year. Every, every summer, I broke up with them. Really? Nice. <laughs> did you date heavy in high school? Amy. Amy. Amy, let us in on your secret. Very heavy. Well, I was class flirt. You what? Class flirt. You were the class first? And I was the shyest kid in school. But they got, so they how made, the hell did you accomplish uh, because that? Because I used to stand in the hallway with all the guys, and we, they were just friends. So, you know, the girls didn't bother with me, but I don't know. So they, so you they only must have, have voted that I was a flirt. Boy friends, not boyfriends, but yeah, boy, boy friends. friends. You always had you boy friends. You used to hang out friends. with the boys. Yeah. I know somebody like that. She tells me stories. Just like Amy. That's how I understand your mind so well. Oh, you do, <laughs> huh? Look, can, we, can we talk? <laughs> Where did you go to high school at? Uh, Tel Aviv. Did you have yeah. boyfriends? Was that permissive? I have not really had anything serious or something. It was uh, a you lot were of in high school. Social. There's no serious. Yeah, but I don't really consider myself being in a relationship that time. Uh-huh. So I had a lot of creative activities more than anything. 
I don't, creative I just, activities. I just stop it there because she, <laughs> she goes into the deep end of the pool. <laughs> hey, Daniel, did you have girlfriends in high school? I did. A lot of them? Three. Oh, three. There you go. Oh, they're high school. Yeah, high school. The three he remembers. That's it. Right. Oh, no, no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. You ain't running. How many boyfriends did you have in high school? Oh, uh, seriously? A few. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to define boyfriend. Yeah, I knew, you know, I've been preparing for that response right? for five did years. Did you go to any proms? Yes. Okay. A lot. Well, every year. If you kiss a boy, you're dating him? Yeah. Okay. So now how many have you dated? Dated? Well, you said if you kiss a boy, it's a date. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You never kissed a boy outside of a date? Like, hello? No. Maybe. You're lying. If you consider exactly. kissing, dating, then it's the like kiss. maybe 50 of them. But like, you had to you never kiss, went, you had to find boyfriend. Hold on, hold on. You never went to a dance, right? You guys in the day, in high schools, you went to dances, right? You hung out in college, you hung out. You meet somebody, there's nothing going to happen, but you kiss a guy. Well, you like, kiss a girl. Then it's 50 then, or 100. So you kiss a lot, but it's of, not I mean, really. I don't count that as dating. I just count that as a experimenting. Okay, so <laughs> like I said, we're getting into the deep end. Real quick. <laughs> so now, how many have you dated? More than a bread box. <laughs> Good answer. But all my friends in high school were guys. I had very few girlfriends. Now the point. All my friends the were guys. The point of that question is that if you dated lightly like that in high school but they, i wasn't dating all of them some would just watch my car some would just drive me to school some Dawn, they were friends how did you get somebody to wash your car i'm gonna get all sweaty in a hundred degree weather to wash your car because you weren't flapping the eyes no on just me. my friend yes your friend mm -hmm. so there was no extracurricular i wish to meet you under the mango tree and no none of that no no it's Not. true. Sometimes they do that for no specific reason, yeah, even so though subconsciously Every they hold You don't realize it, though, at the time. Oh, now stop. I look back. But at the stop. time, it was like... I'm going to throw up right here. <laughs> It's true. It is not true. You guys yeah. are calculated. No. You guys know everything. Not really. Yes. You what put it out say? there. We never do a show, Creep Show. Yes. Yeah, the creepy zombie's like, hello, boys and ghouls, we have a fright of a time. There's a lady shrink that was on this show yesterday. I'm going to give you her number. <laughs> All right, let's go to commercial break. When we we head just back, got interesting. we're going to Manchester. Yeah, Why does it always come back to who I date? It doesn't always come back. I just changed the question because <laughs> I know how you answer now. I'm beginning to figure <laughs> out how to ask the question. <laughs> Amy, she left. My, my cohort over there left. But she's right there. There. Right All right, let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're heading over to Manchester. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Born in Marseille, France, Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or... If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? 
and you think that you can make a difference if only someone would listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power, a platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions, a voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have a platform you deserve to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 55312. That's C-A-F-E to 55312. Or call us at 866-224-5422. Your voice can make a difference. Amp Media Productions and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They've been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses with added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp Media Productions at 866-224-5422. Looking for a cool, laid-back space with great people and even better drinks? You can't lose. The Artful Dodger, Boca Raton's hidden gem. A good, old-fashioned local bar is hard to come by, but not anymore. The Artful Dodger is a fun, casual place to sit back and relax. Located at 495 Northeast 20th Street in Boca Raton, you'll find your new favorite bar. Dodger. We'll see you there. Welcome to your vacation staycation. And what better way to kick back than to blend up a sweet pina colada, a smooth mojito, or just a nice stiff rum and coke. If you want true relaxation and enjoyment, then you want Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum is a unique rum infusion. Gubba Silver Rum is infused with real shredded coconut. And Gubba Rum Gold is infused with real shredded vanilla bean. Both are made with certified organic ingredients. Each infused Gubba Rum is 35% ABV, 70 proof, and as we say in Boston, wicked smooth. So if you're looking for the best combination of taste, smoothness, quality, and price, your clear choice is Gubba Rum. If you want that wicked smooth taste for yourself or your vacation, staycation, visit GubbaRum.com to find your closest liquor store that carries Gubba Rum Gold and Gubba Rum Silver. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Hello, guys. I'm Vinny Alvarez from No Pun Intended. Today, I want to talk about Gubba Rum. Do you feel bored or tired and the party's not going on at all? 
then bring some gobble rum. It'll start, it'll start the party and everyone will have fun, including me, Vinny, the weirdo who likes to talk about random stuff. And now, back to Freddie and Dawn. I mean, uh, I lean my back. Site, uh, leanleave.com, or they can just go to Apple, Amazon, SoundCloud, Aline Leave. Just Google search it. You can find it there. Facebook, Instagram, I'm all over. I can't wait to even hear your old new ones again. Yeah, I will prepare something. Wow. How amazing, right? Don't ask me because I sing that song. I break into that song. You get mad at me. My sister-in-law heard it and she's like, oh, wow, it's really, really awesome. But it's so weird to hear you sing in Hebrew. Because, you know, sh- they all speak Hebrew. My brother, they all naturally speak in Hebrew. But I, when I left, I left earlier. So English has became more my first language. So when I speak Hebrew, I do have a little bit of an accent and I forget a few words because I don't practice much. But now hearing it, I definitely, for me, it's a little bit of a challenge to sing it. So I will definitely prepare something. I thought she was Russian. Next time. She is. Ah, uh, yeah. I thought your accent was Russian. It's Hebrew. Well, it, when I was born, uh, Russian was my first one. Then it turned into Hebrew. My teens were there. And then New York. I know. It's pretty amazing, right? It's, it's like a whole United Nations it's in one body. It's a whole body. lot of stuff. My dad texted me the other night. It was the middle of the night. He puts out this whole family text. I keep my phone on silent. He says, Mom and I just finished watching the Ten Commandments. He says, and I'm confused. This is not a joke. This is for real. He says, at the end, when Moses has given the Ten Commandments, right, universally, he does, what language is he speaking at the end of the movie? So he Googled it. Was it... Hebrew, was it Aramaic? So there was a whole conversation going on in my texting line on what 
language was the Ten Commandments written in? And what was it? Yiddish. That, that's the question. <laughs> Mrs. Freeman was my Yiddish that is the question. neighbor in the building. She spoke Yiddish. Only woman I ever met. That I, I think up. it was Aramaic because I don't know if uh, Hebrew existed well, as Hebrew, Hebrew, but I think Hebrew it grew from that. Hebrew is supposed to be it's the, mo the most oldest, oldest language, so... You know, it's funny. So it could, that's, I don't know. So it could have been. I don't know. The question is when the Ten Commandments so came. The Google. Google says Google Hebrew. Google is not necessarily right. Exactly. So <laughs> I don't know. Funny. The last time I was told Hebrew meant for me to go make some coffee. Hebrew. Hebrew. Could you go brew for me, I please? <laughs> anyway, amazing. And I'm so glad that you get to join us every Wednesday. And she gets to bring music here. And she's going to be, Aline will be April 17th at the Delanda Palooza. Definitely come. It's going to be Delanda awesome. Delanda Palooza. Delanda Palooza. It's, it's not in the Bronx. It's in Delanda. <laughs> it's, it's in Florida. Music. And it's live. And it's and live. And it's going to be and, very, and very no exciting. There's only one cover per band. So it's going to be all indie music. All original music. All original. Yes. Which is exactly what we need um, to get things going in the right direction. I mean, it's great that this superstar has all these great songs, but we don't need to keep... Um, Talking we love it. original music. Now, real quick, before we go to Manchester, I just want to announce that Amy Roshesky, who has a show right after us, and we are collaborating with Amy Roshesky Enterprises, for lack of a better word, uh, but we are going to actually do the Boca Basil. Basil. Yeah. Basil. Well, you know, what is it with you? In Spanish, it's basil, basil, basil. Basil? Stuff basil. You basil. Yes, basil. <laughs> it depends on the herb for Amy. It's smoke. <laughs> it's Boca Basil. Yes, Basil. Boca Basil. We're going to actually do it. And we are going to invite artists into this program because we are creating... The network. A network. And we are actually going to have shows for all of the artists to, dis to show their works and everything else. And then we're going to decide where we're going to house it. And I got news for you. Uh, tomorrow night, there's a rumor, a rumor that the mayor of Boca... I don't think it's tomorrow night. I think it's in a couple weeks. There's a rumor that the mayor of Boca is going to be on Mike Bazooka's show. And it's not Cornish Boca. Guy. It's of Miami. <laughs> is it a Boca or Miami? <laughs> you don't even know Mike Machia. Who is he I bringing? I do, and it's not this week. I think because this week is only a half hour. There's oh, an the interview hour. next okay, week so and then potentially it? in two weeks. It is potentially one of the mayors of the South Florida area. One of the mayors is of Miami. What are you talking about? I don't. It's not the Rican guy, because I speak in Rican to him. I speak in Rican. We'll what see. I want to do is I want him to call the Boca guy, because we're going to try to find a place to hold this big Boca. Basil. Basil. <laughs> All right, more information to come on that. Let's head over to Tony McKenzie in Manchester. Yes. Hi, Tony. Hello. Hi, from Manchester, UK. How are you doing from Manchester? Oh, I love your pillows. Oh, thank you. My leopard print. Yeah, I'm a bit of a fan of leopard, as you may have noticed. How are you two? We're good. It kind of matches your whole outfit today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got everything in leopard print. I wear a lot of it. And decor and clothing. Isn't that amazing? She just matches. What's happening over in the UK? Well, we're, we're moving forward. We're looking forward to, from Monday, shops, hairdressers, um, eating, drinking outside, so that's a step forward. And um, yeah, but apart from that, there's nothing sort of dramatic happened. 
The last time I spoke to you, I think it was 68 degrees, which is pretty hot for us here. And yesterday we had snow showers. It's not unbelievable. And you had Easter and Easter Monday, and how was your Easter? Yeah, it was good. It was quiet, but it was just a nice four-day break. Because you had um, what, spring break. That was the weekend before, wasn't it? We have spring break here for like the whole month, and that's the whole thing that's going on in the oh, beaches wow. here. It kind of gets crazy because we're in the middle of a pandemic, but yet we're not in a pandemic in Florida. It's, everyone thinks it's different here. Lots of people, lots of things, all. But yes, we have spring break here as well. Yeah, yeah, so we don't have that. Obviously, that's an American thing. But Easter Monday, you don't have what we do for some reason. Yeah, so everybody's just going out and doing things yep. as normal in Miami. And Everybody. there's no uh, distancing, no masks? Um, it's, there's no mandate. There's no mm. mandate in Florida no, for masks. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. We have a slight yeah. problem. <laughs> We have a slight problem, and nobody wants to talk about the elephant in the room, but they got a little bit carried away in Miami when the uh, northerners came down. The, uh, what do they call them? Spring breakers. Spring breakers. And they thought that spring break meant let's break Miami, and that's exactly what they did. They broke it, so the curfew went to 8 o'clock, and there were a lot of arrests, and they had to send everybody home because you can't fit 500 people in one mattress. It's just ridiculous, so. But everything yeah. is opening up. Things are doing better. The vaccine, able to get the vaccine pretty easily here in Florida. So if yeah. that's a good thing. Absolutely. So those who want it are yeah. getting a lot of access to it. And things yeah. are opening, which is good. We've come a long way in a year. Yeah, that's great. And, and the fact that people are going out and about and there's no mandate, how has that brought the numbers up, the number of cases? We have, or, a, or we have, a, we have what they call a scare spike. Um, but it's not of the the virus. It's about the one from the UK, the the, the variant. The variant, and they're concerned yeah. because that one went up. Um, but I haven't heard any spikes or anything else. They are actually yeah. pumping out. Um, if, if you're 16 and above here, you can now get it. And I heard that by the end of the month, everybody's going to be eligible because Pfizer wants to put it in children so that as you go up, it sort of takes care of the bigger problem. But uh, for the most part, stadiums are opening. You saw what happened in Texas, opened up their stadium. Texas refuses to shut down anymore. They had, they had 46,000 people in Texas opening day in baseball. And then they had 18,000. So they're not, in Texas, they are just going full blown. Um, here, yeah. 20% is open. Um, so it's, it, it changes, you know, it, every state is different. New York city is a ghost town. Now they can open it up to everybody. Ain't nobody there because they're all here. Everybody in New York came down here. Right. So we got, yeah. we got restaurants in New York opening up in Florida. And I know friends that are opening up restaurants yeah. down here. It's just craziness because mm. a lot of restaurants went out. They couldn't, they couldn't sustain. So, but we got a lot yes. of great stuff happening. Mm. Tell us about your guest. Okay, well, my guest this week is Karen Kelly, and Karen is a former uh, uh, cabin crew, and she is an author of her um, very um, successful book that she wrote earlier this year, a novel. Is it, she'll tell you the title. It's Lillian's. I can't quite remember the full title, but she will tell you. 
and um, she's also a podcast with two podcasts. So, hi, Karen. Hello. Fascinated by, your, fascinated by your background. I know, it's not real, unfortunately. It's, it's wallpaper. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to figure out because I know with what we do, our platform is not Zoom. So it doesn't allow a background. So I'm sitting here thinking, how did she do that? But that's your wallpaper. How did she do that? That's really yeah, it's real. wallpaper. And I've, I've sat myself in a strategic position so that you could see the best two walls in my office. Otherwise, you'll see coats and everything in the back of the door. <laughs> you don't want to see that. Wow. That's amazing. She gives me ideas. Uh-oh. Look at his face. I know. But that's spectacular. Amazing. Tony always brings on such great guests. So tell us about you. You've got some podcasts. You do a lot of, a lot of different things. Yeah, busy, busy. Um, and like Tony was saying earlier, we had a mini heat wave. So I'm sat here in jumpers because even though we've had cold weather, our boiler packed in and we've had no hot water or heat for five days. I'm freezing. So I, I might go blue as we're talking to you. How hot, how hot is it? About five degrees at the moment, and then with the wind chill, probably even colder. Five degrees Celsius? So, so it's, it's like... 45? Yeah, I'm not cold. sure what the But she has no is. hot water and no heat. You got no hot and water. no heat. So it is freezing. Oh, and we, we pay into a scheme which is 24-7 call out, and it's five days, and we still haven't got any heat. <laughs> they just told us it's 30 degrees. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. So let me ask you, is it good weather? Is it rainy? Is it snowy? It's been snowing. It has, we've had um, snow showers and uh, not so much rain, but snow showers, but it has been really cold. And then go back a week ago, I was sat in the garden in shorts. We, we do get four seasons in one day quite frequently. Yeah. <laughs> Where is she? Are you in Manchester? Well, I'm not far. I'm in um, Cheshire, which is about 40 minutes away. And Cheshire. A lot of your friends, a lot of guests that you brought on, Tony, are from Cheshire. Yeah, well, where I live, in a town called Altrincham, which starts with an A, sounds like it's not with an O, Altrincham is on the border of Manchester and Cheshire. It used to be part of Cheshire. So we're right next door to each other. I can okay. travel uh, three or four miles down the road, and I'm in Cheshire. Are these cities yeah. or, like, I see on TV, you know, in the woods, Hansel and Gretel. Towns. Towns? Towns. Cheshire is a county. Yeah. With towns in it. In Manchester City. And Karen, so what I'm seeing is you wrote uh, Lillian Lillian White's Journey. Yeah, Lillian White's Journey. There is a delay. I'm not sure if you can hear the delay. So that's Lillian White's Journey. And you can see the front cover of the cabin crew member, both Tony and I were cabin crew. Weren't we, Tony? Yeah, we were indeed. So this, not together. Not together. But this is a fiction novel, even though there is a few little twists and turns in there. Um, but Lillian wakes up on the morning of her wedding in the bridal suite. She's lying next to her, a naked stranger. She's hooked over. She's got, she's got no recollection of the previous night. And there's unread text messages from her soon husband to be 
and she's only got hours to go before she's supposed to say, I do. So that's the prologue and that's how the book opens. And then it goes back to the first chapter and it takes you through the journey of how she gets there and then the ending takes the beginning back up again and then you find out what happens. This is a movie. It's a movie! I know! I know! <laughs> We should make a movie. It goes to Florida in the book. We should make a movie. Ah. That, when did the book come out? Um, we, I was, it was launched in June, June 2019, so almost a couple of years ago now. Um, and actually, it's through networking and marketing the book that I ended up being a podcaster. So it's all very bizarre. If somebody had said to me, 15 months ago, are you going to be um, working as a podcaster? I would have laughed in their faces. So it's um, totally through networking and marketing the book that I ended up doing this as well. And you've had two podcasts. Yeah, so I've got a, um, and I wouldn't say adult added a naughty podcast, but it's a, a, a podcast for like homepreneurs, mompreneurs, entrepreneurs, where I interview guests. And then I have a children's podcast, which I'm as surprised as anybody. It's going from strength to strength. It's going really well. So I launched it last October, and it went from 500 a week to 1,000 downloads a week globally and nominated for an award, and it's doing really well. It's called Bedtime Stories. So I'm quite proud of that one. That's incredible. You, you have 1,000 downloads a week, and you read stories yeah. on there? So I have the real authors reading children's picture books, uh, really lovely, you know, picture books. And um, so I introduce it, there's lovely music on there. And then the author reads the story. And then there's a short interview at the end where I interview the author. But it's lovely, calming music in there. It really is beautiful. I can't believe I made it work. That's incredible. She and has a naughty podcast and a children's podcast. It's not so, it's <laughs> so, not so naughty. I'm trying to figure out what the word is. Not word. so naughty. I got no, a not so naughty, mind. though. Is that called Appetite for Life? Appetite for Life, yeah. yeah. Not for, so naughty. For, but, um, Freddie, the book's naughty. The book is naughty. <laughs> the book is yeah. naughty. And what's naughty in the book is what? The... She wakes up in bed her wedding day with a complete stranger. Really? Naked. That's not... <laughs> That's not naughty. That's just bizarre. I have to take your proper English and put it in American. For I mean, we're all here. days here. We we thought we heard you say that. I'm like, no, she didn't say that. Wow, <laughs> naughty podcast. And then it talks about how she ended up there and what happens next. That's like there's a movie here. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What's the name of that movie? Hangover. Hangover That's one it. and That's two. That's the naughtiness of it. Tony, have you read the books or heard the podcasts? I haven't yet. I'm sorry, my eyes are watering. My eyes are streaming, so I'm dabbing away with the tissue here. I was going to say, this is making you cry. I don't cry, Tony. Don't, don't cry. <laughs> Tony's going to be the leading. Would you like to be the leading role in this movie we're going to make? With the naughty one? The naughty one. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Waking up in bed naked. I don't think I'd really fancy that on screen. <laughs> It's it's amazing because you take you take her Tony from from the UK, and then you take somebody here from the states and you cast them, and you're gonna get two different vibes on this thing. 
<laughs> you know, I think women think well, men from the UK because their accent is so sexy. Women from the UK, do you think another country's accent is sexy in a guy? Yeah, like Italian, foreign language, French, Italian. and then English language. Ita she says Italian, French, Australian. Yes. The funny thing I is, I like Australian. All right, so we need to cast it with an Australian, with an Aussie, an Aussie. Well, I'm going to get me. Accent. I'm going to. I'm going to cast a female from mm -hmm, Yummy City. <laughs> <laughs> yummy Imagine City, baby. a British female and an Aussie guy, and it'll be very sexy. Yeah, but you don't for understand everyone. anything they say. I mean, this is all. Yeah, but like, it's a naughty movie. It doesn't matter what they say, she says. It ain't that kind of movie. <laughs> it's not that naughty. It's not that naughty. Look, she makes naughty sound it's not naughty. It's not that naughty. <laughs> Listen, we're from the hood, so naughty to us is all in. <laughs> so that's your other podcast? So the Appetite for Life is my other podcast. Um, sorry, there's a delay here, isn't there? And um, yeah, when I say it's naughty, it's not naughty. It's just more for adults, not for children. So, so interviewing about? women in business. Oh, okay. Put it on down. Uh, especially over COVID, actually, because it's amazing how many people have so turned their lives around and started something new and made a great success out of it. Amazing. It's amazing, right? So that's so much of we, what we've gotten to do with Tony over the past, what, six, eight months, Tony, is spotlighting women in business yeah. who have changed business yeah. because of COVID. And it's given them the opportunities to do more. Exactly. Yeah, so women, yeah, yeah. So women that maybe they were furloughed or they've lost their job and they've gone through a passion that they wanted to do, maybe to do everything at weekends, have turned it into something really fantastic. I've met some amazing women in business and men. Mm -hmm. Trying IGTV, so we're trying some new technology. Yes. <laughs> Women in business. Hello, all of me, our friends me, out there. Meanwhile, we have a tripod and they don't use it, but that's a different story. Tripod's over there. This but is some crew that's going to be making your movie. That's all I got to tell But it's totally you. changed so much. I actually heard that people who got SBA loans here, because our government is given, has given out grant money and has given out loans and PPP, which is a part of our Paycheck Protection Program, there was a letter that just went out saying that Loans that went out now don't have to be started to pay back for another year, and they're offering more money. So they're only offering up to six months. Now they're offering up to 12 if you email them and say, you know, I need more money and why. So there's all these opportunities now for women in business or anyone in business to really dive right in to a passion and not feel like choke, like, oh, my gosh, I got to start paying monies back or I got to go back and I can't find a job. They're helping you grow your business. Are they doing things like that yeah. where you are? Yeah, very much yeah. so. Are mm -hmm. you finding that helping women, both of you, in business to really jump into their passion and say, I love doing this and now I've got a little bit more freedom to do? Yeah, I imagine it is. You know, I don't know personally who's doing that. Most of the people I know were already um, in business, but a lot of them have changed and obviously had to start working online rather than um, in person. But I'm sure there are lots of women who have. Karen, what are you lead. finding with new businesses? Yeah, well, also, women that may be registered to be self-employed who have started a business in the last 12 months can now apply for a grant as well, and they don't have to pay it back. So that's given them some leeway to continue what they're doing. Um, I think it was anybody that was self-employed 
would get a grant, but only if they were registered, I think it was three years ago, whereas now they made it more kind of recent so that people that have started in your business can, can claim for this grant, which will kind of give them some breathing space. It's really interesting. Like, there's this silver lining. I know it's like money falling from the heavens, right? And at yeah. some point, it has to get paid back. But the concept of giving people an opportunity to start a new business, to get some money influx to go in and not have to pay it back right away, I think has to be a sense of, of breathing and relief and saying, I can maybe do something I really want to do that I couldn't do before. It didn't, the opportunity did not even exist before. That's right. right. I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's one of the things that have come from the pandemic. I really think think it's made a big difference. Are you seeing a difference with women that you talk to through the pandemic and the businesses they're in? For me, definitely. Some of the women I've interviewed, they are... They are shining, you know, they're so happy. I mean, obviously the pandemic has been horrific for everybody's been affected, but there's been a lot of positives. Obviously business has continued, thank God for Zoom. Um, and they've continued, even women in fashion and everything, they're doing fashion shows online. It's just, it's brilliant. Good stuff. We're in the same kind of uh, networking groups, aren't we, Tony? And we do get to see some, yeah. some brilliant businesses thriving. Yeah. Yeah, and we're very excited because we've got we've got two live events coming up, haven't we, Karen? That we're both booked on, and one is um, a guy. Well, one is Sue Francis, which I mentioned yeah. in a message I think to you about the um, recording, and um, it's in a beautiful sort of country house hotel, and it's a lunch uh, in June, uh, June, July, early June, early July. Um, and the other one is is a guy that we know who makes the most gorgeous scented candles, and he's got this beautiful home in in, um, in Cheshire, in on the Wirral, and um, that's in a big marquee in his garden. So we're keeping our fingers crossed that these lunches go ahead, and that would be definitely a big step back to normality because I love going to the real live events. It's just so exciting to, to get dressed up and, and not have to wear a mask and put my lipstick on. And... <laughs> Ladies, hold, yeah. that, hold that thought. We're going to come right back. Let's take a quick commercial break because you got to answer that phone call. All right. Stay we'll tuned. be right We're back. Don't break. move. We'll be right back. Okay. Thanks. Welcome to Lost Harbor Spirits, a world where pirates inspire our spirits, treasures remain undiscovered, and flavors are infused with the essence of mysterious voyages. The distillery became one of the few women-owned craft spirits production sites in the U.S. From our award-winning spirits of vodka and rum to delicious gin, we're always coming up with some new and exciting flavors to keep your cocktails delicious and fresh. Proudly distilling out of West Palm Beach, Florida, Lost Harbor Spirits is a true treasure waiting to be discovered. Contact Palm Beach Distillery at lostharborspirits.com to take a tour or purchase your favorite spirit at your local liquor store. A strong cup of coffee to get you through your day? Try your very own Brooklyn Cafe Show coffee. The official coffee of the Brooklyn Cafe Show.
you can pick up a bag from us or two. Contact us at 866-224-5422 or just stop on by. We're at 2400 Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard, Suite 13. Come on in. Grab a bag of our signature Brooklyn Cafe coffee. The cafe doors are always open. Ant Media Productions and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They've been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses with added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp Media Productions at 866-224-5422. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Hey, this is Dan with uh, Brooklyn Cafe TV and Amp2 TV. We are soon going to be doing book uh, bookings for all of our productions in-house through our LinkedIn page. So go there if you need whatever we do, whether it's music videos, um, promotional um, stuff, anything like that. We'll now be taking bookings through our LinkedIn page at the Brooklyn Cafe TV. And that will be great. And the new man. I don't think I've ever seen Dan without a mask. That was the first time. I didn't even recognize him. Say, Isn't that fun? It's like Dan and Sabrina. You just never know what they look like behind Sabrina the mask. Sabrina and Dan, they like two strangers, and we had them here forever. Now who are you looking at over there? All right, let's bring our here. guests back over. We've got Tony McKenzie and Karen with us. I'm so excited to hear more about your podcast. When can we find it, and where can we find all of that information, Karen? Okay, well, Appetite for Life. I know you have a podcast as well, don't you? Um, it's on Spotify. Amazon, Google, Apple Podcasts, uh, Garner Podcasts, and um, you know available to download like like everywhere else. It's great. It's global as well. And the children's podcast, uh, Bedtime Stories, the same contain the same platforms. That's easy for me to say. But we have a large following actually in the USA, followed by the UK, followed by India. So uh, I have about five thousand unique listeners, and a lot of those are from the USA. Is it all audio? Yes, yeah, all audio. We have a kids TV network that we air on Saturdays, and I'd love to see if we can sort of partner with you a little bit on that because yeah. it's so important to get good content out for the kids. I am, a, and we're working with a school now on podcasting. One of our our home schools, a private school here, and we're teaching podcasting to kids. Wow. So I think that would be really cool, see if we can maybe somehow collaborate. So I would love to do that and see how we yeah, can work definitely. together. Because I, Cause I saw that on your website. I saw on your website the stuff that you do for children. That everyone learns from their peers. You know, we learn from our generation, and, and I think for the younger kids, it's so important for them to learn positive habits and role models from each other instead of us just saying, do this. It's always good to model that. Mm -hmm. and, and books are always 
Everything's so digital. Freddie was talking before about oh, back in the day, we actually had books and encyclopedias, and now everything's so digital. It's kind of nice to actually touch it, feel it, and hear the author read it, which is a, a great idea. Yeah, I mean, I know this book's different, but I'm really old-fashioned. I don't know about you, Tony, but I love the smell of a new book. I'm not one of these oh, people yeah. that would read from the window. I have to have a book in my hand, you know, and a cup of tea or a glass of wine. I can't read anything from a, a digital device. It just isn't me, not really. Awesome. Tony, do you work with a lot of authors? No, I don't really. No, I just... Um... No, I just sort of went and wrote my book by myself. I've got to know a lot of people. In fact, in Sue's group, there are now lots of women who've written books um, because she holds this literary lunch once a year and also she has guest authors. And, and our mutual friend, Sean, Muse, um, is the... Uh, she, she did your book too, didn't she? She was your book writing mentor. Karen. Yeah, she's a brilliant copy editor, yeah. yeah. I had a couple so ideas I to want to run by you ladies. I want I'm to sorry? Run by, I have a couple ideas. I want to run Editor's Desk by Tony, and I'll, I'll connect with Karen. I want to run, see how we can collaborate one side on editors and books. Am I growing up? My grandmother yeah. always said she was a teacher. So back in the day, you know, women didn't even work back in my grandmother's day. She went to college. Yeah. She became a teacher. It's always books are your friends. And they would take us to the library and check out books. But it's kind of nice to take that pause, like you said, and, and hold a book and teach kids what it's like yeah. to have a book and hold it. Yeah. So, more yeah. to come on that. Thank you, ladies, so yeah. much for joining us. Tony, your book, Your Flight to Happiness. My book, my, uh, my actual paperback book right here, is Your Flight to Happiness, A Seven-Step Journey to Emotional Freedom, a self-help development book about how to create happiness from within. It's available from Amazon.com, but it takes about three weeks to, I think it took you about three weeks to receive your copy of NetDawn. Um, but you can download the Kindle. If you are into um, e-books, you can download the Kindle version. But Barnes & Noble, I believe, are quicker, and they have it on their website too. So a couple of options for anybody who might be interested. Awesome. Ladies, as always, thank you for joining us. Karen, I hope you get some heat, or you know what? Come over to Florida, because it's really beautiful here. I know. I'm, I'm going to Florida. I miss it so much. And you've got such beautiful attire, gorgeous dresses on, and we're wrapped up in our jump it <laughs> amazing thank you so much a pleasure we'll stay in stay in touch i got some ideas all right you ready to wrap this up our fill we got i think we've got a filter on this camera why because we look like we're filtered i look like i got a screen screen behind me i don't know what that is I have blue eyes. You look like you've got blue eyes. No, it looks like there's... I do have blue eyes. I know, I'm teasing you. You do have blue eyes. No, it looks like there's a filter on here. So I'll, I don't know. My do hair looks like... Do you know like... who got the cat filter? Yes. Yes. Uh, and he didn't know how to get it off. <laughs> it was hysterical. He didn't know how to get it off. You know, that's happened to me a few times. There's a monkey or something that I went in there. You ever see on your phone you can see animals? No. And you talk? Yeah, I'll show it to you. And you can't get them off. Yeah. We can put you like a lizard and you got a tongue coming out. No. No. <laughs> Say goodbye, Lucy. All right, let's wrap this up. Tune in today at 2.30 for the art of Amy Ryshevsky. She's got a new artist joining us on set. Nice IG. So all of our friends over in IG land, nice to see you. Slick, nice job. And our crew, Salsa, fantastic job on the board running it today. And, yes, you can check out our link tree as well for bookings, for more information for all of our social media sites. 
and any businesses looking to come forward, we're going to try and connect you on LinkedIn as well. Have a great day, everyone. Be safe, be kind to each other, and we'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Drive Time. And don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show's over, the Broken Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more good cheer next time. You can follow the Broken Cafe on Facebook at the Broken Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time. Nights. I wait for you to bring me back to life In my electric eyes It doesn't mean that time can pick in every single breath I want to unfreeze my heart and fly away That's why I want to stay Heart and weak